Scatter Stan. I want to talk about the uniform. Now, I have done many different episodes in the past on uniform. This seems to be a huge thing, and I get a lot of questions on my YouTube channel about what patches are on my uniform. I believe that wearing unique patches opens a dialogue in the story that my uniform tells. On the other hand, there are leaders out there who wear blank shirts with little or no patches on them. To do this on a regular basis could be perceived as being deceitful in some way, although that is not their intention. Now, I'm going to go through some of the basic items that are on my uniform that I wear when I do commissioner work in my district. This is also the same shirt that I wear on the Scouter Stand YouTube channel. Now, back on the uniform that is blank, there are times when a scout leader will have a blank shirt when they first start off in scouting and when they are on the wood badge staff. Now, when I was a troop guide on Wood Badge, we were instructed that we needed to have a plain shirt. The reason for this is so that when we get into leadership training, the participants of Wood Badge didn't try to read my uniform shirt and try to lean on my experiences. We intended for the participants to develop their own leadership. Having the distraction of a staff member with a shirt that said that they were the authority would be a disruption. Now, at the end, of course, you wore your regular uniform. That's all a part of the wood badge process. Let's get into looking at the uniform. Now, the uniform shirt that I wear, now when I refer to things, I'm going to refer them by the wearer's position. So when I say left sleeve, it'd be the wearer's left arm in the left sleeve. Okay. So the same thing's true with the pocket. So let's go ahead and start off with the left sleeve. At the very top, of course, I have my council strip. And in that, I have a, a council strip from Central Florida Council. That's where I live. That's where I do scouting. This council strip, though, is is promoting Nisa that has an Eagle Scout eagle in the middle and ghosted right above it is the letters NISA. Now, those of you who are not familiar, that's the National Eagle Scout Association. And this particular council strip has a silver border. Now, right below that, normally there would be numbers, the numbers of the unit that you're belonging to. Because I'm with the district, I don't have any numbers. I have several units that I work with. So below that, I don't have any numbers. The position patch right below where the numbers would be is a unit commissioner patch from the 1960s. Unit commissioner patches and even professional patches all have a wreath around the outside, an olive branch wreath that goes around. This particular one from the 1960s is the neighborhood unit commissioner, which became the unit commissioner. I use this patch because it reminds me of my father. My father was a professional scouter, and this kind of brings it full circle to me. It's his legacy with mine. And then, of course, right below that, I have my train strip. Now, a lot of leaders, they kind of go nuts when they see that train strip, and they use other types of strips out there. I've seen strips that actually say, like, not trainable, that kind of thing, or potty trained or something funny. That's fine. I, 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 I believe a scout is cheerful, and that's funny, but but it's not something I would put on my uniform because I use my uniform for serious things also. And it's important that they understand that I have gone through all the training that's needed 
to do the job. And they can rely on me to be there to answer their questions and give them assistance. Now, right below that is the arrowhead. Now, the arrowhead, you might have seen this at round tables and other places. The arrowhead is a white Clovis Indian arrowhead, and it's to explain to others that know what they're looking at. It's to explain that I have gone through the commissioner training to a very high extent. Now, I'll talk a little bit more about that arrowhead later on. Let's get into the left side above that pocket. Now, right above the pocket, normally that's where all those knots that we talk about, those knots that go up there for different things. And everything from the pocket down, with one exception, is always left open for the youth. This is where they will put their rank or the eagle or any of that stuff. And then right at the bottom of the pocket, they might even put the arrow of light from Cub Scouts. Adult leaders don't do that. Everything from the flap down is reserved for the youth, except for powder horn. Powder horn is a training process that a lot of venture scouts will go through. The, the leadership will go through this advanced training, and they have a pendant that actually dangles from the pocket. That is the only exception. Now, the knots that are above that on my uniform, the very first row, the first three that are on there, right on the edge where the pocket is, I earned all of that when I was a youth. The one in the middle is my arrow of light. To the right of that is the Eagle Scout. And to the left of the arrow of light, not, is the God and Country. The only change that's on there, they don't have to be in a particular order. The, the Eagle Scout one has a silver border and that kind of corresponds with the NISA, the National Eagle Scout Association. I'm a lifetime member. So the council strip and that square knot has a silver border. The next row up the very first one that almost looks like a pretzel. It's not even a square knot. That is the District Award of Merit. And the next two knots in the middle and the far left are training. The one in the middle, of course, the training that that represents is the Scoutmaster's Key and the Cubmaster Key. The one on the far left is the training that I received for commissioner work. And that corresponds with that arrowhead on the sleeve. If you recall, scoutmasters, cubmasters can earn an award that they can include on their position patch as a gold star. So that is something that kind of corresponds with that training that I got for commissioner work with the arrowhead and a scoutmaster award could actually put a gold star on their position patch. On the very top of those square knots is my silver beaver, which I received just last year. And of course, that comes with a medal and a bunch of other stuff. So those are really the knots that I have on my uniform. But right above that, of course, is the World Organization of the Scouting Movement, WAMU, purple and white pack. This you'll see on every scout uniform. Around that, I have a little ring that celebrates the 100th anniversary of American scouting. And of course, since I'm on that side of the uniform, you go a little further up, you have the epaulette. And I wear silver epaulettes. I like to think of them as duct tape colored. Now on the other side of the uniform, all the way over to the sleeve, let's look at the actual uh, American flag that's on the right sleeve. This patch actually comes with the uniform and it's in the display position. Now the display position is where the white stars on the blue background is in the top left-hand position. If this was on a military uniform, it would be in the forward position where the stars in blue would actually be on the right top. Since scouting is a peacetime organization, we look at the American flag in display position. Scouts do not change that. Now just below that is 
the Journey to Excellence patch from 2015. Now, this is the district patch from 2015. And the reason I keep this one on the uniform is to remind me of when I started doing full-time commissioner work. Prior to that, I was working with as an assistant scoutmaster and doing other things. From that date on, I've been mainly a unit commissioner. Right below that is the number one thing I get questions on. It is my patrol patch for my membership, for my district membership patrol. They are known as the Griffins. Back in 2015, we had a district executive who was a reservist, and he had a lot of these patches left over. And they had Griffins on them, which I thought was perfect name for the membership patrol. The Griffin mythologically helps pilgrims find a good path. That's ideal for scouting, especially membership where we are helping young people find scouting a good path. Now, moving to the front of the uniform, I like to keep a very simple name tag. I've had elaborate hand-carved name tags go missing, and I was very devastated by that. I didn't want those to be out there. I go with a standard name tag that's clear to read. Now, this is an older shirt that I normally wear, so it says Boy Scouts of America right underneath actually embroidered right into the cloth. Now on the right side, the flap that's on the pocket actually has the Tipisaw Lodge flap over the top. This is a standard lodge flap for my lodge. This is unique in many ways because it is uh, relatively dark in color. Most lodge flaps typically will have a very bright appearance. Now below that, I keep a dangle. Now this is also where all the temporary patches go. And I keep a dangle on there that's for oligomats. I'm very proud of my oligomat service and I've done it many times. And I want to get people involved in doing that. But there is another reason I keep it on there. When I put the dangles on, it keeps them from flipping over. The oligomat strip always lays flat and it keeps the patch down and keeps it from flipping over. And right at the bottom of that is the recruiter patch. Now, I can already hear you saying a recruiter patch is for the youth. And you're absolutely right. When a scout brings in a youth to the unit and they join, they can wear the recruiter patch. In my district, if you're a member of the recruitment team and you recruit 1,000 scouts, you can wear that patch too. It took many years and a lot of promotions and a lot of time, <laughs> but I made it. I have over a thousand scouts that have joined in my district. Now, of course, I wear the taupe wood badge scarf and the leather woggle. My beads are actually twisted in to this in a traditional method. Now, but on the bead thong are two additional small bead-shaped woggles. These are from NYLT, the National Youth Leadership Training. When I was on staff, as quartermaster and assistant scoutmaster. And because I was on wood badge staff, I have an additional bead. So I have three wooden beads. In a nutshell, that's my uniform, okay? That's my uniform shirt and why things are on there. I get questions constantly about it. So here, I have a question for you. Do you have something on your uniform that's unique or vintage that reminds you of more than just that patch's representation? If you do, I'd love to hear about it. Please send me a comment on the YouTube channel channel and make sure that you note that you're listening to the podcast version. Thank you so much for your time and I'll see you on the trail.